0: You're listening to Oh Yoshi did podcast with
1: Yoshi Obayashi. Okay, welcome to the new episode Yoshi Yoshiden. I'm back in Washington State, and I'm in Bellevue, Washington. And for those of you who listen to the show um, uh, regularly, I did episode 75 called Chen Dynasty, and I interviewed my great friend Stanley Chen. And I'm very lucky to have his mother tonight, Mrs. Chen. And um, Mrs. Chen, how are you today?
2: I'm fine, thank you.
1: And I apologize if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly. But first name is Su Sam.
0: Yeah.
1: And and your family last name is Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for doing it. And um, I want to get to know more about you. And hopefully I have a chance to interview your husband too. But first of all, I, 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 I don't know you that well, but uh, you did a just amazing job raising your son Stanley. Oh,
2: thank you. This is really a miracle. You know why? Because when they grow up, when Stanley was uh, start kindergarten, mm-hmm. I went back to work uh, to in the within the mission hospital, and then you know how busy is for m- working mother. Sure. So I came home. I I just <coughs> buy grocery and cook for the day, and after cooking and clean up. Sure. So I don't really have that much time to talk to my kids. Sure. Sometimes, even when they talk to me, I was busy, then I probably didn't listen well either.
1: Um, uh, you, you know, I, I met I met Stanley through comedy, and um, I, I don't know if you know this, most of the comedians that I know, vast majority of comedians, are, including myself, pretty dysfunctional, and usually they don't come from very good family background. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, you know. So when I got to know your son, it was just so amazing that he comes from a really good family, he has an amazing job as a pilot for FedEx, and, um, and he's a very, very funny guy, too, you know. Um, but once I got to get to know you and your husband, I, could like, I was just like, wow, Stanley was really, very lucky to have uh, you, you guys for parents, you know, and um, and he's he's doing an amazing job raising his kids, you yeah, know.
2: That I completely hundred percent agree with you.
1: And they don't know how lucky they are. I I think they they think they know, but they're really really lucky to have that the parents, you know, Karen and Stanley for yeah. parents. So. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I I'm I'm um, I, I want to know a little bit more of your background. So you were born in Guangzhou, Guangzhou, China, and China, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> for those of you um, not familiar, it's the no- north of Hong Kong in China. Yeah, yes. yeah. So um, uh, yeah. Um, what, what what was that like when you when you were born and, and growing up in that part of china at the time
2: well i I really didn't really know much about when I was born until I was uh four years old my family moved back to tai to live
1: where, where is, that? is how far is that from guangzhou
2: okay if well I don't know how far mm-hmm. right now last time when we went to to Guangzhou and we take the bus, it take less than an hour to get there. Oh, okay. But before, I know uh, we don't have train, or I mean bus or anything, but we ride on a boat. If we get in the night before, after sleep one night in the boat, then the following morning we'll be in Hong
1: Kong. I see. And, and then, um so you left you moved to United States eventually out of there right yeah uh,
2: because in 1951 my family and I left left uh, Hong Kong I went to left Guangzhou and went to Hong Kong and that's that is the only way to have the immigration and get us uh, to come to United States
1: because at, t- at that time Hong Kong was British territory
2: yes yes because you cannot uh, do anything in Guangzhou mm-hmm. to come because at that time communists took over already was it
1: 1948 when Chairman Mao took over everything or was it 49?
2: 1949 49. took over
1: mm-hmm.
2: but at that time people still able to go to Hong Kong
1: and so there was no like border guards or anything like that
2: no there was very you if you in live in guangzhou you can apply to go to hong kong no problem but was uh it's really lucky for me because i didn't at that time i was in uh maybe junior high school mm-hmm. and we don't really have class now every day we went out to parade to say To hold chairman mouth and tell everybody how lucky we are the communists to go sure and we really didn't study period and yet the teacher always give you good grace is that right yeah because if the teacher don't do that the teacher might go to jail because they they emphasize they want the student very happy to go out to to parade all day
0: long so
2: I didn't want to leave China because where do you get a good deal you don't study and you get good grades <laughs> yeah so and then one day my mom asked me because at that time Jane Eyre that movie is showing in Hong Kong I just love to Jane Eyre that to see that movie
1: yeah they, they keep making that movie because it's such a painful love story
2: yeah yeah and then um, my mom talked to me. He said, well, I know you don't want to go to United States, but I know Jane Eyre is sewing in Hong Kong. Would you like to go to see? Mm-hmm. I said, yes. Then she took me to Hong Kong.
1: Wait, but, but before you before you continue, can I ask you, what, what is it about Jane Eyre that you love so much?
2: Well, because Jane Eyre was an orphan, and then, and then go through a large problem and then went to be a governor for that guy's uh, kid in and then that guy is much older than than her. Yeah. And she's fell in love with that guy and And and,
1: then, and so so the so he but he doesn't reveal that at all. Yeah. Until the very end of it. Yeah
2: and then because he has a wife mm-hmm. his wife was crazy in mm-hmm. that's how they burn the house, whatever is that mm-hmm. his wife. So so that's why, and then the ending was so good. Yes. And she, he, his eyes was after the fire that old men cannot see anymore. But Jania went back and married him. Yeah. It's very touching. But that was when I was young. Yes. Okay. I I said, oh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Now when I'm older, I don't think I would do that. And that's why I when I like Jane here, I like the story.
1: Well, was there a lot of um, when you were growing up? Do you remember, you know, families arranging marriages in oh, China? Yeah. yeah, that's more common than
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, at my time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think
2: they still because you know what? It's not arranging. My time during the war, um, they don't have enough food. They want to marry the girl off so then you if you marry off the girl you can get more you know you get more food among the family I say yeah but uh, I know uh, they sent they 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 send the, marry the girl off mm-hmm. and then right after the Second World War and then President Roosevelt allowed the Chinese to bring the wife. Right. So lots and lots of Chinese went back to Taishan to get married, but there weren't enough girls there for them because all the girls either starved to death <coughs> and sent out and sold it to somebody else.
1: I, I think that idea was they want cheap labors by Chinese, but they didn't want to see Chinese population expand in the United right. States yeah 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 and
2: uh, that until after the second war
1: yeah and I, I remember I used to live in Tacoma Washington and I, I I find out maybe fifteen years ago why Tacoma Washington didn't have Chinatown they did have Chinese people live in Tacoma, Washington, yeah. but one day, group of white people went to the chinatown area, and then you guys have a one day to get out of here and if you don't basically you'll be killed and everyone in chinatown in tacoma left
2: is that during the
1: second world war i don't know what, no no I, that I,
2: concentration camp you know in uh, because they after they bombed the pearl harbor mm-hmm. the japanese bomb and the united states um Entered the
1: war? I, I think in Tacoma, Washington, it was way before that. Oh, really? Like maybe in late 1800s. Oh. But because I always wonder like, how come Seattle have a Chinatown but Tacoma doesn't? And then I found out 15 years ago. Yeah, they just it basically... It could be. Yeah.
2: I know uh, my friend's uh, family came way, way... Probably one of the first family came. They They were, I think, in Port Angeles. Okay. They were the first one, and then... They were treated very cruel, yeah. took the business away from them and, and even their family, some of them get killed. So they have to just dump everything and left and left uh, Port Angeles and came to live in Seattle.
1: But did, did, did you know, and this is, I mean, we, we're going to go back to your story, but this is another weird thing. Like when when they used to keep black people out of a uh, bus, oh no, when, when they used to keep black people away from the train. Mm-hmm. It was only white, only train section, right? But they would allow Chinese to sit with white people.
0: Yeah,
1: and that, that, that's that's so strange. The how racism is like weird, like that, you know?
2: Yeah, I know that. Uh, my dad told me when he came when he was a young kid, mm-hmm. and uh, he saw they allowed the black people ride on the bus, right? But they have to sit in the back. Right. One day, my dad get into the bus, he went to, automatically, he went to the back and sit down. Mm-hmm. But those people tell him to come up to sit in the front. That's only for black people. Is that right? Yeah. My dad told me.
1: That's, so, that, do, this so, is, this, so don't you think this is a really confusing race?
2: Yeah, but they're only against black people. Even when I,
1: mm-hmm. when
2: I came in 1951, at that time, my uncle own a chinese restaurant in washington dc they won't let the black people go go in to eat is that right yeah so i told my i told my uncle i said why don't you give black people to eat in your restaurant and he said it's very simple if we let the black people to eat here the white people won't come i see so that that's what what happened
1: and that was in 19 yeah yeah so i i really what was what was it like that for you growing, moving here from china oh. it, it, it's it's got to be shocking right because for me moving from japan to here where in japan everyone looks the same when you come here everyone is different mm-hmm. what was that experience for you it's
2: very hard i cry every day mm-hmm. because uh I I I was born in Guangzhou. Yeah. The Chinese always um pay a lot emphasis in academic achievement. Sure. So my mom we were very young sent us to boring school because they know you get up early in the morning, you study and you go to class. After class, after dinner we still have to have two hours to go to to uh to do my homework in class because we live there and mm-hmm. the teachers make sure you do well so so that's why I I <laughs> I'm very closer to my friend than my family so when I came to United States I don't have any friend yeah and the people when they are young they are very cruel yes. they see you different sometimes they like this to you.
1: Yeah, make faces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and then...
1: Um, but when, uh, sorry, when you moved here first, where were you first place? We were
2: in. I I was in uh, Washington, D.C.
1: D.C., okay. My
2: dad worked for the Navy Department. My dad has a degree in uh, electrical
1: engineer. Okay.
2: Maybe I tell you why he studied electrical
1: engineering. Yeah, I want to know.
2: When he was came here, he was young, working with my grandfather on the... Uh, laundry shop mm-hmm. and then my grandfather has a large friend also own laundry shop, mm-hmm. and they need to repair the iron uh. and my dad picked up that skill so he can help my grandfather's friend to repair the the iron you know to iron sure. clothes, and then but he loved to sing, even though he he's not a Christian. But he wanted to join the church near where my grandfather lived, so he can go s- the church to sing.
1: In a choir or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then, but at that time, they were, they were, uh, the Chinese were uh, long hair. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So they, what do you call it? It's not a ponytail. You brace uh,
1: Yeah, it's really long, too. Yeah.
2: So the kids always make fun of
1: him mm-hmm. and
2: of boys ding, ding things like yeah. that so but then the, the church in that lady in the church like my dad so he he made my dad to be the head of that group so that those little kids won't bother him I see and then when when my dad grew up and went to school and the, and he's he was a good student so one day he told my grandfather he said, your son is a good student. I'm gonna get him a scholarship and you will let him uh, go to school. Don't let him work. So my grandfather agreed to it. That's why my dad had the opportunity to go to study electrical engineer at University of Michigan. At that time, they were in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so.
1: Wait, wait, wait. The school was in Detroit? No, oh. they,
2: they're, they the laundry is in
1: Detroit. Oh, I see. Okay. But
2: Michigan in Ann Arbor. Yes. It's a couple hours drive. Somehow that is the closest he likes. That. Mm-hmm. That's how, how, uh, how he get to Michigan.
1: So, if she didn't say anything, your dad might have not gone into no, college. My
2: dad was the first in the whole family to start going to, to the, to college. Before that, everybody do laundry. And,
1: I see. Yeah. Um, but wh- why did your dad pick Washington, D.C. back then? Why did, wh- How did well, you guys end up in D.C.?
2: Well, it's, uh, they go all over the place, but mm-hmm. there's a lot Lee in Washington, D.C. You know, when you have a lot Lee, know each other, they, somehow they help each other. I see. Yeah, like if you are in, maybe someplace else. Yeah. You know. And uh, I know a friend. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know a friend. My sister-in-law's friend. Her name is Liu. She went to Boston because...
1: There's a lot of Liu. Yeah, a lot of
2: Liu in Boston.
1: So, And um, did, it, did, it, did it get better when you got older? I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little curious about racism and stuff like that, but um, once you start feeling comfortable with the language, you're getting used to it, how long did it take before you started feeling comfortable?
2: Um, in college.
1: Oh, so it took. It did take time.
2: Yeah, because uh, uh, people just think you are alien. They you look different,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I, you know, uh, the the girl very young. They do makeup yeah. and things like that. I don't. I just don't have the. Don't know how, mm-hmm. and don't nobody show me. Sure. So and then I cut my hair short. They. They just uh, probably don't have any common with me. Yeah, because w- so
1: were most of your friends white? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I. It's very difficult for me. I remember I, I went to school because the age I came as a teenager. Yeah. They cannot put me in a grade
0: school. Sure.
2: Because if you are how old, they will put you in. So so my brother, YC. At one time, I went to live in New York yeah with my brother's family. Why she told me, he said, I know it's very hard for you. You don't understand and you're already in high school. Why don't you copy anything on a blackboard and then we can study it and look at, it. I always have a dictionary, American and Chinese, sure. to see what the teacher wrote in the blackboard. So one day my brother was on a business trip and I wrote something I couldn't find it in a dictionary I don't know what to do so the following morning I went to school really early to catch the uh, the teacher before the class Mm -hmm. I still remember it was snowing and all that and then I wait there for long finally the teacher came so so I her name, his name is uh um, superior I still remember I said I have to talk to you he asked me why I went to school so early I said I have to talk to you so when he get to the office I saw I saw him the list that I couldn't find in the dictionary and then he was laughing he said those were the absentee of the absentee of the class that oh and uh, I still can sp- spell Swartz Bodensky. <laughs> you know, things like that can yeah. happen.
1: Um, then you went to college, and when you went to University of Michigan, yeah. was there a little bit more diversity, or was it mostly white still?
2: Uh, mostly white, but there are a lot Chinese. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because, I think more Chinese students in Michigan than any other school because uh is that right, yeah, I always wonder why, because at one time president Wilson I forgot what president mm-hmm. he was um the president gave the President of United States asked him to go to China to find out something about china, sure, so lots of, lots of people who who um, talked to this president that 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 guy to send that I forgot his name maybe stuck to Angel I forgot his name he went to China to represent American to China sure so lots of people know about mm-hmm. and he told that he was the president of University of Michigan so that's why those people talk to him maybe is um, higher class sure so when their kids ready for for college and they have enough money so they send it to University of Michigan
1: I say except
2: my dad is different my dad is that Chinese I mean that church lady got got him the scholarship got it. that's why he go to
0: Michigan so, when, so when, when
2: I went to Michigan there was handful of girls Chinese and, uh, but lots and lots uh, more more than 200 uh, Chinese students
1: uh. well wow, that's amazing yeah. yeah
2: so I was uh I so was
1: this this made you happy right like you feel
2: yeah I feel there's Chinese <laughs> there and I still afraid to talk to because my language I still afraid to talk to the uh, white people mm-hmm. if I go there to talk to them maybe they talk to me mm-hmm. it's not completely therefore It's mm-hmm. myself I'm just so afraid I cannot speak well and I don't think I should bother them yeah that kind of feeling but there was some um, in my class there was a Buckney class and it was a black guy I think his name is Bailey one day he asked me whether if I if he asked me to go to movie, I would go. Mm-hmm. So I told him I said I would. He said, "What do your family feel?" I said, "They might not like it, but I will go." Mm-hmm. But he never asked me, so we never go to. Movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. There was only a few um, black guy, yeah. and uh, and very few Chinese.
1: What, what so when you you know you i'm sorry you you come here 1951 to the usa yeah what what, what was it like growing up in 50s in usa
2: well it's not i i um uh, people really treat me like an alien it's not my fault i'm not that kind of go really aggressive to talk to people yeah so that's the only one girl in the school her name is andrea she's the only one show me how to take subway to go to school yeah yeah and that was the only one
1: so you you went to university of michigan you met your husband
2: yeah after high, high school yeah. i went to michigan
1: and um,
2: i didn't met uh, my husband until i was in sophomore because I s- from uh, first I went to Michigan because it's expensive. I didn't want my dad to pay that much money. First I um, I stayed with Mrs. Holmes um, just to earn my room and board. Sure. I babysit for them for a couple hours a day. Yeah. So um, so the first six months I lived with Mrs. Holmes and her, her family and they have uh, three kids but they like me so much even after my I just studied they still come to talk to me yeah, yeah. and then you cannot say get out of here I just mm. cannot do that yeah so after six months I told my dad I want to live in a dormitory
0: yeah
2: but I did a lot I work very very hard sure you Well, know. I that's in my mind all I do is I never pay attention how I look what kind of social life I have all I know is study hard and do as well as you can so I never have any makeup or anything until my sophomore year my roommate she's from Germany and she's beautiful blonde she always do a lot to makeup. Mm-hmm. so I so I received an uh, invitation from a Chinese engineering club and invited me to a Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. So my roommate, he, her name is Begita, asked me whether I go. I said, No, I don't have anything to wear. She said, What do you have? Let me look at your closet. Yeah. She found a couple Chinese dresses there. So she picked up, what is the pink? He said, wear this. Since it's Chinese party, you should wear Chinese dress. Sure. So she she told me to go, and she helped me do some makeup.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I went. And that is the first time some man, some guy, student called me. Before that, nobody called me. So I think a female, I really believe in makeup. <laughs> and then yeah. just give them a message. Hey, I'm a girl. I'm ready. Yeah. You know things like that. That's how uh, I met Uncle uh, Matt. At that
1: a, time. Stan, Stanley's the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, w- w- how long did it take before did y- did you guys get married in college or after no. college?
2: See, I told you, uh, 1956. Uncle oh. Matt graduated I was uh, two years in college mm. so she went got a job in New York that's why I didn't complete my pharmacy I went to New York and and get study in Memorial Hospital sure and then I continue to work there
1: um, and, and where was your husband working in New York
2: uh, he works in um, engineering firm I I forgot the name I forgot the name she worked there uh, until four years 1960 he got a job with Boeing Okay. that's how we left Possibly. we got married in 1957 okay and then uh, Amy was born 1959.
1: Stan's older sister, right. Yeah, yeah. and
2: then we came here in 1960, October, I still remember.
1: What, what was it like in New York City when you were living there?
2: Well, all I know is working, <laughs> take subway, yeah. and, and go to work. And when you finish one day's work, you come home, and that's about it. Nothing much. Social life
1: did you live but did you live in manhattan, manhattan?
2: yeah my dad has a apartment in uh, houston
1: mm-hmm. in
2: manhattan so it's very easy to take subway to
1: go oh, and what do you remember what was chinatown look like in manhattan back in those days
2: mm. i really didn't go there that often so oh is that right yeah maybe just once in a while when people have banquet mm then we go, and then we don't stay there that long. Just finish eating, you, you just come home. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, what, what, when when you moved to... So, you, you lived in Michigan, you lived in New York State, then you went to Washington State.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What was that experience when you moved to Washington? You mean here? Yeah, when you moved here, when uh, your husband started working for Boeing.
2: Yeah, we live in a... Uh, in first week came here we live with our friend they are youngs until we find an apartment probably mm-hmm. a week and we live in an apartment so my husband get uh, Volkswagen and near so he gives some people um, carpool to go to work at Boeing yeah. I just stay home and take care of my daughters at that time
1: Ooh. I mean back then when you were you sorry you were living in Seattle then by then mm,
2: yeah Seattle yeah, yeah. what avenue
1: yeah and uh, what and did you like Seattle when you moved
2: well um I know uh, in New York I don't have that much time to mm-hmm. talk to the neighbors and things like that sure so I feel when i came to live in Seattle people are nicer like willing to talk to you yeah things like that and I I like Seattle life much better than New York the only thing I don't like is because my dad lived in New York I see. so we came here I don't have a chance to talk to him often only on on the phone something sure
1: like that. Um so is, was it that obvious that people are nicer to you here than uh, uh new york and michigan
2: well you know where those guys work with me in new york mm-hmm. they are very nice but you see i just just don't go out that often to talk to people yeah and just work you come home you <laughs> you you have dinner and then you go to bed and and then that's it yeah you go back to work but the people who work with me is extremely nice, and uh, then after I move here, I stay home with my daughter, and then I ha I push her around with the stroller, with the whatever stroller, and then people willing to talk. I see. Yeah. In New York, I I also pu- she was a baby then. I push her with the uh, what do you call stroller?
0: stroller? Yeah. yeah
2: and then once in a while and you you see somebody also push a stroller we live in brooklyn Mm -hmm. and then then you just say hi something like that and i'm not aggressive to talk to people maybe that is my my uh, shortcoming i just feel my language barrier i just feel i might bother people
1: so are you amazed that your son will go up on stage and, and and tell jokes
2: i you know stanley is a wholesome guy yeah very nice easy i have never had any trouble Oh,
1: well, I, I i i know he he um <sighs> growing up I, I I was always lucky that i, I would find friends who, who who was always there and stanley is one of those guys you know <laughs> and um yeah um and he's not a judgmental person either because no. you know he's,
2: he's a he's a very wholesome guy yeah. and he never i never see any four letter words yeah and then i i never see him perform and i don't he must use four letter word if you are stand up <laughs> Yes,
1: yes so
2: i don't know but in front of me he i never see him say any foul language
1: he's pretty amazing
2: yeah and I, I really don't know. I'm very proud of him become a uh, stand-up comic. Yeah. In fact, when people ask, "How you son? What do you, what do, you, what does he do?" The first thing I tell, he's a stand-up comic. <laughs> I tell that to everybody before, uh, before. Uh, you
1: tell people he's a pilot. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you know I, I have to say he, he's he's very lucky to how supportive you and your husband is for him, you know. Um,
2: well, I, by then, he's on his own already. Sure. But if, see, I don't know this. If people say foul language, right away, I've, I have some kind of, mm, those guy say foul language must be not very normal, mm-hmm. you know. But then after that, he's a... He's, uh, On his own already sure and then I saw um, but he was in debate team but debate team they don't say foul language
1: no he told me he in in fact um, I met Stan's friend John um, John Parker John Parker he lives in Japan and he he speaks very decent Japanese but that's where they made a debate team you know
2: yeah you see that (coughs) over there over there Stanley Uh, 16 years old because Stanley used to play with the neighborhood people friend yeah they are not the study type right so she probably get just passed you know Mm -hmm. you depend on your friend
0: Mm -hmm.
2: one day I still remember you ever hear Stanley said about his good friend named Jeff in high school well the first day um i sent her to school because the school teach you how to ski mm-hmm. take you but it's very early five four o'clock. yeah so stanley and jeff they were in the same class Went to take ski less the first time she came home he broke his leg then he had to stay home for whole month mm-hmm. so after whole month i knew you know, didn't go to school, so he must be very far behind. Mm-hmm. Then I find a tutor for him to teach him. That that guy's name is Herman. Herman is just one year older than Stanley. Yeah. So he knew what he studied, so he, he's a Stanley's tutor. So for some reasons Stanley joined the debate team
1: and he told me that kind of helped them with uh, comedy you know
2: yeah maybe he did very well in debate him
1: I believe it when I was visiting him in Indianapolis five six years ago
0: uh-huh.
1: he took me to I do well or um, his daughter's high school debating team so, oh. so he took me over the weekend I, I saw it you know he was oh. really excited about the whole thing
2: yeah he that I still think because he said, Mom, I'm going to debate. I need a suit. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'll take you to get a suit. Sure. So I took him to, the first store we saw is Brooks brother. So I took him in and they gave him that suit over there, that brown wool suit. And he looks so good yeah. on him. They don't even have to to alter. Oh, off, is
1: that right? Uh, yeah.
2: So I, But it cost $300. That's a lot. Yeah, at that time, that's probably that's close lot. to 40 years ago. Yeah. No, no, not 40. 30 years, he's 50, when he was 16, okay? That many years ago. I never buy that expensive clothes for man. Yeah. But because he looks so good, I got that.
1: Oh, my God. That, so that, I, might be, that might have been like $1,500, $2,000, something like that. Yeah,
2: right? and then I i'm so poor i have to take lunch from home to 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 pay for that yeah. suit and he won the first prize so i think dress well it helps yes yeah
1: I, I do have a question um i know your husband worked for boeing yeah when they and i talk about this in the last episode when when um Dan was visiting usa yeah how, how, how did that happen? I mean, there was other Chinese working for Boeing, right? Your, your husband wasn't the only one yeah did how did, they end it, how, did they, how did they pick him out of all of them to be that Mr uh, well, well, what did they call him the premier of China?
0: Yeah yeah that, to be his that translator? Had, yeah
2: No, he didn't translate for Tang Xiaoping. Oh. oh but he translated for T. Wilson because he he's a salesman Mm -hmm. so sometime uh they he took him to china with him i see so they know and and
1: but but, but that name who was that t wilson who was that that
2: is the head of boeing company oh oh, i see so he know he he speak well so he always want him to do the translation for
1: him. Your husband, all right. Yeah, So
2: that's how he... he
1: a, 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 am I saying his name wrong, Deng Xiaoping? Deng
2: Xiaoping, yeah. Okay,
1: so he has his own translator. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Wilson have your husband's a translator. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, when did you... Okay, how do you, how would you explain... Did you like down Xiaoping?
2: Well, I think he did well for China.
1: I agree with you because, 100%.
2: Because uh, if he didn't like he said, white cat, black cat, it works, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he do business here, and even though it's not a communist country, but it works, it works. So that's what he, that's his
1: policy. Because uh, Don Chopin was a pragmatist. He, he realized China need to open with USA. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were enemies of Russia, so they want to put pressure on Russia by having a better relationship with uh, USA. But he was also, during Cultural Revolution 60s, a pres- I, I know he went to prison. Yeah. Right? And, and, and I'm sure it was a labor camp, it was not easy life.
2: Well, all of those intellectual, all the in, mm-hmm. intellectuals, like Mad Sister, the family, that had education. Sure. They all went to. They call it go to the village, to work. And they also, you study the thought of Chairman Mao. You know the red book. Sure, one, things like that.
1: But it. But Cultural Revolution was actually used by used by Chairman Mao to get rid of his enemies, right?
2: Well, I. Before she said. There's nothing have to do with Chairman Mao, but I doubt that he's the head. How could yeah. not? He said it's his wife Zhang Qing, mm-hmm. and then two other guys.
1: They later one three, became Gang of Four. four yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Zhang Qing and then three other guys. That's Gang of Four that started that
1: Cultural Revolution. So, um, so Chairman Mao just let those four do whatever.
2: I am sure uh, he has. Uh, he, he he knew. He knew. He knew after. Oh, that was really, really the worst time in China. And um,
1: how do you, how do you explain to non-Chinese what happened? It, it, it was basically they're trying to make correction in China. They send a lot of intellectuals to labor camp, right?
2: Yeah, they want to get rid. Chairman Mao is so scared of the intellectuals. Mm-hmm. So that's why he want to get rid of the intellectuals.
1: So and they did a lot of crazy stuff like they they would have farm equipment they will melt the equipment to use I don't know what they did but yeah
2: they they tell one time the Chinese have to to produce iron Mm -hmm.
1: you know
2: Uh, and then they you know how they produce iron (laughs) I know we have some those um, in China You have to really secure your house right they have those iron iron thing over not just a door like that glass door they have some iron uh, i don't know how to say that um over the door so people cannot come in because it's iron sure yeah so they cannot break down the glass and that kind of thing and they they want all of the the man to do something else to to go to make steel and things like that. Sure. And then so farming is for little kid and woman. So I read that book about um, Chairman Mao's uh, auto biography by by his
1: doctor. doctor. I heard about yeah. that. Yeah,
2: and that's how I know that. When he took a train and looked at those farms, hardly have anything. So that's uh lots and lots of people starved to death.
1: And, and and we're talking millions of people just starved to death.
2: Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. I, I
1: guess, basically, they got rid of farm equipment. They melt those uh, metals. Yeah. yeah. And because they didn't have farm equipment, they can't produce enough food. And because there wasn't enough food, a lot of people starved. I even heard, I don't know if it's true, but I heard and the red cases of like cannibalism and things like that like
2: probably that. i i didn't hear that but i know that lots and lots stuff to that. yeah yeah it could be when you don't have anything to eat what do you do you have to eat
1: and, and, and it was very terrifying. Like you hear stories about, um, you know, they will pick some intellectual from the village and the whole village was screaming "Yell that person. Mm. And then that person sent to prison and Don Xiaoping was one of those um, prisoners. But eventually Gang of Four got in trouble. I think they, they got in trouble after Chairman Mao passed away.
2: Yeah, good thing he passed. Otherwise, if they continue like that, I don't know what's going to happen. I heard Chairman Mao has a son, and he during Korea
1: Vietnam
2: War, Vietnam War.
1: Did he die there? He died. Yeah.
2: And then, um, if not, if if he's alive, it could be China could be like North Korea.
1: Sure.
2: Yeah. Somebody (coughs) mentioned that to me. I don't know how true
1: that is. You know, and 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 there was one of Chairman Mao's friend who later became he became very suspicious of him. He mysteriously died in an airplane accident. You hear that sort of oh, thing oh, all the Lin time.
2: Oh, Lin Bell, Lin Lin is. Uh, Did he flee? He is was a uh, Chairman Mao's general. Yeah and, yeah. and and all lots of people said that Chairman Mao very trust in him. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue Chairman Mao when he die. Mm-hmm. But I guess he cannot wait, so he <laughs> tried to. He want to do something to Chairman Mao.
1: Like cool trying to take over the government? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And then Chairman Mao find out, and that's how how he and his wife uh, get an airplane too. Because one time he had um, toothache,
0: that mm-hmm.
2: Lin Biao went to to Moscow to have it fixed. Mm. So he know about how to get there and things like that. Sure. So, so he um, he get the the airplane to send him to air. But that guy, I think that pilot is very loyal to Chairman Mao. Mm-hmm. So the vet, he and his wife and his son, Lin Bell, that, that died in that airplane.
1: A- and it was on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. because uh, Everybody, I don't know that Chairman Mao is lots of people loyal to, to him. If something in the family, bad mouth Chairman Mao, mm-hmm. and your son or daughter will go to
1: the police. Report, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, and somehow everybody <coughs> worship him just like God,
1: you know. There, there was a lot of propaganda and brainwashing. I, I would, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, probably. Just like. Like uh when we were young we just pray and we just believe that's good, good deal. don't mm. need to study. So everybody is uh what brainwashed. Everybody have to study his red book, yeah. just like Bibles.
1: So Dan Chopin survived that became
2: yeah, after Mao, Chairman Mao died.
1: Died, and the Gang and of then, Four got yeah, a, a trial. Uh,
2: yeah, and
1: uh, the but Chairman Mao's wife did, was she sent to jail or executed? Yeah,
2: sent to jail. Jail. And then he had she had cancer in jail, and then she, I think she committed suicide in the pri- in I prison. I see. But she's a bad one. She she was a movie star. Not she was. A, yeah, not very good movie star, but. Before, when uh, those guys didn't give her the part, or somebody said he's not good mm-hmm. actress, and she will have those guys killed. Later, when be become power, she had those guys killed.
1: Yeah, I I, I I did not read anything nice about that person. No,
2: that she's really a bad news. And there's lots of people to death but every day she eats so well yeah was the
1: same well. story in North Korea yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. Don survive, survived yeah. becomes position of power yeah and he realized we need to do more business with USA yeah and he started traveling USA mm-hmm. so what was your reaction when you heard he's coming to Seattle and your husband will be helping you uh, mr. Wilson do that
2: well to me, he's just like somebody from China to mm-hmm. me I'm not excited about.
1: You you weren't?
2: I was not I was not. Because I just, you know, I have so much do at home when you work, you come home, you have sure. to cook and clean and make sure the kids do homework. You know, anything like that. It's just like another prime minister from Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing much to me. But Matt also very busy. Any time when anybody from China, you know, like let's see, Tang Xiaoping after Chang, Tang Xiaoping is Zhang Ziuming. He, mm-hmm. he also take care of Zhang Ming.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's another one.
1: The current prime minister in China?
2: Oh, that one he he doesn't know.
1: But his wife was movie star, right? Oh, TV personality. Um,
2: she sings. Yeah. She's a good singer.
1: Yeah, I everybody tell me she's a good singer.
2: Yeah, I think she's She's uh, she's very pretty too mm. yeah.
1: In fact they were saying that it helps him to have a glamorous wife, you know. Uh,
2: <laughs> that I don't know, but she, she was she's really good and they have a daughter in Harvard to study. Uh she's you know, she's not like the other rich rich guy, you know, have
1: they they call them Princeling, right, in China. They spoil kids. Yes, like,
2: yeah, she's really nice, you know. Uh, I think she, they took, there was a, a guy, I forgot the name now, Matt can tell you better.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And she went to Oxford, and somehow they they can get scholarship. And he's not that good of a student, he can get scholarship. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, then he left half. And then came to study in Harvard, and he drive a Ferrari. Yeah. And then there's some so many girls, topless, sitting in his car, doing things like that.
1: And I know that that was a big reaction in China. You know, because I think most average Chinese person are very poor. You know, they don't have access yeah. to education, so yeah, they know these government workers are supposed to make little money, but they yeah. have so much access to oh, money.
2: They said that at that time that communists. We got to get rid of Chiang Kai
1: shek. That government is corrupt. <laughs> the, the, and now, the leader of, uh, leader of Taiwan. Yeah. yeah.
2: And now that communist China is really a lot and lots, uh, I heard, you know.
1: Corruptions. Heard, yeah.
2: And uh, now this new guy, the new uh, ha- president, uh, was,
1: uh, I forgot the name. Something, Hao or Jin Chao? Uh, no, uh,
2: Xi Jinping. Xi oh, Jinping. Okay. That's, he tried to cut down those. You know, sometimes like...
1: I, I, I know he tried, but I think his wife's family are like, have so much connection. And oh, uh that
2: I don't know. All of the readers, they are very rich, mm-hmm. but under their name, they are very poor. They are penniless. Mm-hmm. The wife get all the money. Yeah. The kid get all of the money.
1: And, and the rest eight. of the family have a connection in business, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And in uh, do things in China, you've got to have connection. And uh,
1: Is that what you call oh, guanxi? Or Guanxi, what? Yeah.
2: guanxi.
1: How do you explain that to Western or what that I means? It's like a personal relationship, right?
2: Yeah. If you want to do something, you've got to know somebody.
1: Yeah.
2: I tell you a story. I... I do a lot flower arrangement and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And one day we live in the apartment, the air condition broke down. I called them and the one who came to look at the air condition is the general manager of that of that Hangji Center. It's like a shopping
0: mall.
2: Mm-hmm. Inside and you you can go buy a lot expensive things like that Mm -hmm. and then she looked at my flower arrangement so she said i want you to get all those flower out we have in the mall i want you to do it over oh really yeah so i said i i i don't want to negotiation i said i can give you the best value but i don't want to do all of it I only do one third of it for you mm-hmm. and see what happens. So he said, okay, you can talk to my secretary. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I want X dollar month to do that uh, 30 parts flower. But I want you to pay me one third now so I can use the money to buy the material. Sure. When I finish half of it, and I want you to give me the one third, another one third. Sure. When I complete the last one, you give me the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Okay." He did the first one and the second one. What I asked, the last one, he said, "We pay you already." I said, "No, I I used to write you a a receipt. Yeah. And this one you never give. I never give you written receipt. Mm-hmm. So she didn't never pay me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And then I said, You have to pay me. He said, I we pay you already. Mm-hmm. So I said, You didn't pay me. If you don't pay me, I don't want to pay my rent to you. It <laughs> which which costs much more. Yeah. So he she finally paid me.
0: Yeah.
2: So since I don't have any one C, you see I'm just one of the American go over there and don't have any guanxi yeah every day because i live there every day i go to look at my flowers and there was people try to make it ruin it Mm -hmm. you know and and then each time i just try to
0: fix fix it. fix it
2: again then i said every day like that and then somebody told me since you don't pay them pay that that organization if you pay them they they will leave it alone since you don't pay them that's why they they deliberately come to ruin you a flower I see yes things like that you don't have guanxi you don't pay them that's what happened that I I, after that I don't want to do any more things for
1: them. and I I think that's the problem when when the Westerners do or anyone non-Chinese trying to do business in China that you have to have that first. You. Oh
2: yeah, but that couple guy very smart. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Before the Chinese have the vegetable is seasonal, you know, but there was a guy in United either United States or England, I forgot. Is a white guy mm-hmm. went to study Beijing University, and then. She found a nice Chinese girl, mm. marry her, and and now, she, they bought a large land, and then they have something cover over it. So now, it's, it's no seasonal now. You can buy vegetable all the time, any, any time of the year. They just make the temperature, you know, suit to that vegetable to grow. Sure. Yeah. That she's smart, she married a Chinese girl, and that Chinese girl helped help her arrange everything. And there's another one, same thing. In before, we don't have hamburgers, only McDonald's. But this guy wanted to open an Italian restaurant in China. in China. He always also married a Chinese girl. And they did very well, because that girl had guan- guanxi. And do it, but if you just go out, no, don't know anybody, and it's very difficult.
1: Okay, I'm glad you say that because going back to your husband, Deng Xiaoping, mm-hmm. having someone like that is so valuable to uh, companies, right? Uh, especially if you want to do business with China. So your husband was. Uh, Working with Mr. Wilson. He met Down Chopin. Yeah. Did your husband like meeting him?
2: Of course. Yeah. He shake he has a picture up I saw that there. picture yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. He he of course he liked him. But Boeing, according to my husband, is really no hanky pankies. So they are not they need the airplane. They bought the airplane, not because Matt know Deng Xiaoping or mm-hmm. whatever. And Matt doesn't talk to Deng Xiaoping to sell airplane. Matt talked to the, um, the guy who handled the airline, mm-hmm. you know, things like that.
1: And h- how long did he, uh, was hanging out with Deng, Mr. Deng Xiaoping? In like a, a day?
2: When he came here? Yeah, he was, he was on TV because there was a card. there's a Chinese, Tang Shaoping, Chinese interpretation guy, translation guy, there's a T. Wilson Mm -hmm. and Matt, four of them, go through that effort, you know, that Mm -hmm. that thing, all all day, they, 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 they just broadcast that news.
1: And that was a big news, wasn't it?
2: Oh yeah, it was a lot of people call Matt. Hey Matt, I saw you on TV <laughs> <laughs> with Tung So Pink. <laughs> yeah, but he he does sell airplanes, not because Tung So he he they only see it second, that's it. Mm-hmm. He's he uh, negotiate is always with the guy who um, that's why last last November and uh there is a uh, vice president named George Niebo, and Matt used to take him to to those airlines. Yeah. And if they want something, you know, like I think Boeing sell airplane. Like suppose this airplane costs one hundred million. Okay. There's no negotiation. Not how about eight hundred? You know, things mm. like that cut down some they mm-hmm. don't do that mm-hmm. but you can ask the Boeing to do something for you In concession yeah yeah something like that
1: like a maybe lower interest rate if they're getting along or no no
2: no nothing nothing like that you can ask them to how about train our pilot ah things like that how about you you uh, give us a simulator so we can you know those pilots I see things like that Is okay this guy George Naipo met take him to China so the Chinese will ask this Naipo that can we have a simulator sure things like that then this George Naipo is really good to the Chinese Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and give give what they want so last November at that time that China Southern only have three airplanes now they have over five hundred airplanes.
1: That's crazy. And yeah. they need more.
2: Yeah. And then they they need pilot. They they have the higher pilot from Russia, pilot from Australia. A uh, lot of white pilots mm-hmm. doing it. And last November because that in China, like even he was a CEO at that time, many years ago. Sure. But now he still have a lot of influence. So she invited George Nybo and Matt to, to China to treat them so well. We were just treat like VIP.
0: Sure, I
1: bet.
2: Yeah. So the if you did them a good favor, they remember you. Yes. The Chinese remember you.
1: So your son told me this years ago, and mm-hmm. I, I get really angry every time I hear about it. And I don't know how I don't know if you want to talk about it, but there was a time at Boeing, your husband was a uh, consideration for promotion, yeah, and it, it came down between him and another gentleman to expand to chinese market, and Guanxi is so important, yeah your husband was born China, mm-hmm. he's Chinese, he speaks the language, mm-hmm. he's engineer, he knows his product, mm-hmm. but the job went to somebody else, yeah
2: because uh. When you are Asian, mm-hmm. glass ceiling. Yes. That's why he quit Boeing.
1: Yeah.
0: And when
2: mm-hmm. he quit Boeing, this is
0: something—the
2: mm-hmm. saddest thing I heard in my whole life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One day after work, I came home, and she said, "Susim, from now on, I'll send you to work. You don't have to take the bus anymore. And when you come home, I will help her. Dinner on the table for you. Mm-hmm. I just quit Boeing. That is the saddest thing I heard. You know he's doing <laughs> so well. Yeah. People like Matt. Sure. And and I'm just working in a clinic. And then you know what? After he quit Boeing, there's so many people call want him to work. For That's Boeing? Why, no, one
1: oh, other mm-hmm.
2: That's why he picked American Airlines.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
2: sent him to to China for eight years. They said usually uh, that's why now when we ride on American airplane
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's free, first class. Yeah. And no no restriction, not yeah. on a waiting.
0: Yeah.
2: And we when we want to go to New York today, if they have opening, they will
0: give us the ticket sure. to go.
2: <clears throat> usually people have to work eight years to get that. And also work until you retire. Yeah. But at that time, Matt said, "Well, I only want to work three years." At that time, he's uh he's 60 already when he left Boeing. Mm-hmm. I, I I only want to work for you for three years. And they said, "Okay, even three years, we like to have you. We give you that benefit." Yeah. Yeah. Things like that.
1: Because expanding China is so important.
2: Yeah. Th- it's th-
1: absolutely necessary.
2: I tell you that Boeing is not that guy never complete the with math because he he's handsome and he marry a young he get rid of his old bag and marry a young Chinese wife. Mm-hmm. And and then they want they then they send him because he's white and didn't even know any
1: thing about China. China.
2: And then, you know, the Chinese call him, they call him darling. They call him darling, you know why? In Chinese, darling means
1: big zero. <laughs> he didn't know.
2: Yeah, so so um, they cannot sell airplane, And it's just like, well, there's an article in Seattle Times, mm-hmm. if you're interested, you can get it, it's many years back. But my daughter got it uh, from it. Maybe I, I can tell my daughter send it
1: to you or something. and. Um, but I this, ma- but this, this makes me mad because it's so stupid thing to do. Yeah, how, how, how could you... I don't understand. How could they possibly think that? Now, if this white gentleman happened to speak fluent Chinese and this and that, then okay, maybe you could you could compare the two people, but he didn't know anything. Yeah,
2: but he has a young Chinese wife. They thought that would help him. It's oh. so stupid. I think it's just...
1: It, it helped. Stealing. It helped Airbus because they start selling a lot of uh, yeah, planes.
2: Yeah, They were they were at for a long time. They deliberately don't buy seven three seven. Chao Dun At that time, they bought the Airbus
1: air, airplane. Because I, I bet you the Europeans and people who spoke Mandarin Chinese, they they understood Chinese culture and things like that. Yeah. And. Um, Stuff like that really matters, you know
2: yeah he Matt is can stay in China for so long. He's good to people, mm. you know, like those little guys, your secretary mm-hmm. or something. he treats them just as well as the their boss. right that's why later on, Matt wrote an article, you never know who's going to be your captain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: See, later on those little guys. Because the old guy's gone, the little guy come up
0: and, mm-hmm.
2: and in charge the thing. So that's why Matt can stay in China for so long.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sure he, he was very disappointed, have to be.
2: Oh, he's very sad that they, they didn't give him the job. Yeah. He said to me, he said, if Boeing pick a smart guy, I might accept it,
0: mm-hmm. but that
2: guy is a really really a sad guy. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything, and then they pick him. Mm-hmm. Instead, give it to me. That's why like a big slap in his face. Yeah,
1: and and I heard that he didn't last that long to China. No,
2: no, and nobody know nobody know where he is now that Boeing just fired him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He, he doesn't... He doesn't do anything; he just go to china and and the wife is another story. They first they stay at the hotel mm-hmm. and the wife is uh i heard it's a airline steward i don't know. she just went to tell the 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 hotel how to run their business oh and it's very very uh low class one time I have a friend Lee and uh, when Lee is uh from Boeing to China, and Lee and that guy's the wife take mm-hmm. some to take some, mm-hmm. to, take some uh, to air to the to eat dinner at the restaurant. Sure. So that restaurant give give a uh, peanut out before the meal, sure. so you have something to munch on. Mm-hmm and then when they give the peanut out she just dumped the peanut in a purse oh wow the wife and then she said you know who i am i'm so and so's wife Mm -hmm. give me more you know it's so
0: crude.
2: yeah it you know how can you just so cheap to people give you free and you just put it in the purse and ask for more. more no class and so his wife is uh, is a bad news too i heard because i don't i never i never meet with her
1: so when when, when your husband went to american airlines yeah he he only ended up working for 3 years or did he end up working no
2: he he worked for 8 years okay
1: yeah and chinese love number 8
2: <laughs> he worked for 8 years i i i am so happy he quit at that time but if not no nine one one happened, mm-hmm. he probably worked because his his health was really bad. Yeah. Because the air there is so polluted and he just sick all of the time. And and I remember toward the end when I people invited us for dinner and I look at his face, it's just like a piece of white paper. I thought he wouldn't even make home. I get so scared. Yeah. After he get home, we see the doctor, I took care of him, and he get well. Yeah, Yeah. if he stay in China, I don't think we have him now.
1: And, wh- and, wh- and wh- what did he do for Boeing, like um, marketing to China? Yeah, he's
2: an engineer. First yeah. he was engineer, work, he told me he designed the, 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 te- the, the tail.
0: Mhm.
2: He said if I think that was 727. He told me he said he designed this tail even the airplane um the wing fell off whatever the tail still flying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and then later on when the computer started so he moved to work in a computer. Mm-hmm. So and then He, I still remember, I don't know what year that was. um, He said, the sales department needs some salesmen. I think I'd like to work in the sales department. I heard that sale that means go travel, right? Yeah. And our two kids is very young. But I knew he's good at, you know, uh, communicate with people. Sure. He had good voice, loud voice, and and I think that he will do good himself. So I didn't stop. I didn't stop him. I know I suffer a lot because he hardly home. Yeah. I I just take care of Amy and Stanley, and work at yeah. the same time, full time. Because in China, after Carter recognized. Jimmy Carter, him, yeah, right. And every every Chinese like to come to United States. I bet. Yeah. Mats, they not only want to come to United States; they want to go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, send them to college. It's like you send three of your kids to go to college. That's a lot. Need a lot of money. That's my sister's daughter. The the older brother has a, um, another has a daughter and a son. They all came here. Yeah, but but the w- Matt sister's daughter we sent him nine years, but the the oldest daughter that she's pretty smart. we only sent him for two years and she got um got the assistant teaching and things like that, sure, so they are okay. We didn't help them that much but but I tell you, Stanley, he doesn't talk much. Amy, my daughter talk a lot mm-hmm. he doesn't talk much at home, but he's thinking a lot. I know at that time when he go to school, he he think it will be very hard for us. That's why I have to work full time sure. to support all of this. That's why he went to the navy and get a scholarship, at ROTC, so so he can pay for it. Pay for it. Yeah. We don't have to pay him pay much.
1: No. Because your husband's brother was pilot for uh, Taiwanese government, no, right? Oh, he
2: doesn't help that brother. He can help us too to send those kids to. Mm-hmm. He doesn't.
1: But uh, but that must help. Uh, Stan, like, well, my uncle is a pilot. I bet I could become a pilot too.
2: No, I I think maybe I don't know That's that uncle uh, I don't know how much he infants Stanley, mm-hmm. but he's he is an uncle and live here and close here
1: mm-hmm. so looking your life are, are you surprised where we are with China right now I mean China's you know, China is now a very powerful country. But can you imagine 56 years ago that that China is going to be that powerful?
2: I tell you, long times ago, uh, in the 80s, mm-hmm. I have chance to tag along uh, with Matt, and at that time, Joe Sutter, some, uh, there's another uh, high power. What is he? I forgot his name now. He's like the president. Next to T. Wilson,
0: mm-hmm. also For born boring. in China. Mm-hmm.
2: and I take along. So lots, lots of school. We can go there to see their school
0: mm-hmm.
2: and what they learn and things like that. So I had a chance. We went to what is it, Nankai Kai or those good schools? Okay, I went to look at because I study a lot of chemistry. I went to see their chemistry lab. They are really first class. And then I look at in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Those girls were studying and eating and things like that. They were in first year high school. They study uh what is that math? No, no, I forgot that math. They already study what we study in college. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So they and then the campus is so beautiful and then that the because there was because so many big shots from Boeing then the principal of that school does, and also uh, Matt has a classmate he became the vice governor of Hubei a governor mm-hmm. so that that uh, principal did something special
0: sure and
2: he has a meeting you know we all sit together and ask questions and things like that so uh, I like gardening. So I was very really impressed with the way the campus is so pretty. Yeah. So I asked I And said, this
1: was in the eighties.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I told talked to him, I said, you said you are uh, you you um uh, don't have fun for school. You need funds. Then how come you hire so many gardeners to yeah. take care of it? He said those were not gardener. Those were their uh Nine nine yeah yeah they volunteer
1: oh is that right
2: yeah to do this so they they want their grandkids concentrate <laughs> concentrate school mm. not because if you they don't work they probably make the student to do some other sure activity. so see that's what they are. they they volunteer to to do that and see this kind of thing and make the campus look nice and then they if this is love. They want they, they want their one kid to start concentrate on study, then they study hard. Right. And and everything's uh, the only thing is they might not eat well. They have enough to, food to eat. Sure. Yeah, maybe you don't probably eat just one dish and you have to eat rice. That's good enough in China. Or when I read the history, Chinese is poor all the time if they have enough rice to eat make their stomach full they are very content
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: so so i just feel i never feel going to be that great progress though so so fast i know they are going to be good
1: what what do you think china is going to look like 30 40 years from now
2: i don't think it's to me i don't feel they are going to be great because they really yeah because you know what when they build building they just hire people spend so much money the government just spend so much money the Chinese love to face they want to show you I have this I have this yeah. but then but they don't take care of those poor people yes because uh, there's a guy uh, his name is Ah uh, Lu Lu is um one the Chinese donate some money, so she he will take the money back to um the village where there is no fun. the girl cannot go to school mm-hmm. and then he will give the money to that family and make sure they send the girl to school, school that kind of thing and that's, after the November we went to see China, so rich, you know. So we said, why should we but, but, but donate the, the money to them? We donate the money to something else.
1: The cities in China is rich, but there are many farming communities with no money, right? Yeah, I mean.
2: yeah, yeah. Because China is such a big country.
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: some of them cannot reach them. <clears throat> My sister, uh, one time the Bill, Fun- Bill Gates Foundation mm-hmm. gave some money to, to China. And Matt's sister said, they cannot give money to maybe those guys who get it. They won't, they won't let the poor people. Mm-hmm. So she asked uh, to make soy sauce. Everybody use soy sauce. Right. That that those poor people use soy sauce to cook to Make the soy sauce has a lot vitamin, nutrition there. So they cook with the soy sauce. They get
1: very... The vitamin good. nutrient. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's like a good that. idea. Yeah, things like that. So there's still lots lots of poor people in China that now but we went to Guangzhou that Yu Zhong we call him Yu Zhong is the president of long time ago the CEO mm. of China Southern. He invited us for dinner and that tower is called TV Tower is three times as tall as Space Needle. In 104, the whole thing is a restaurant, but it's only one table. That table is huge, really round.
1: Wait, 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 so there's a restaurant with just one table? One
2: table, big round table. Oh, that that, um, they decorated so beautiful, all of those antique, those Mm. famous. She uh, buys those painting there, Yeah, and you go there and they decorate so well it just like so rich hmm and and i never seen anything here would do something like that a whole Building only one table one restaurant.
1: Isn't that amazing like From you go from World War two to where China is right now. It's just yeah. un- unimaginable, right?
2: No, I never you know what I am, I feel so sorry for the Chinese. I remember during the war, yeah. people don't have anything to eat. We are lucky that we have something to eat. Sure. Each time when we eat, there's a lot of people in front of your door back for food. Mm-hmm. My mom always tell us, don't indulge yourself. Don't eat that much, so we have left over for those guys. Mm-hmm. And now when I go to eat, I saw a lot of Chinese sitting down and eat. They eat any. I feel very good mm-hmm. because they suffer so much. So now I see some Chinese can sit down and eat. I feel good.
1: Now Chinese are everywhere. I mean, you go places like Africa. Chinese are expanding China, working, yeah. making railroads, dam, and um, yeah,
2: they are very rich. Sometimes I kind of upset with them. They will. They they all have cash.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They
2: came here to buy a house. They pay cash top price, they mm-hmm. don't even uh, negotiate price. You, like they ask for 300,000, they yeah. give you 300,000 and pay cash. Mm-hmm. But then they don't live there. If you don't live there, your yard look terrible. Yeah. So they will, sometimes I, I get mad, they label me. He said, how come you Chinese don't take care of things? And I said to her, I said, I'm just like, one of you. I probably came here before you were born. Yeah. Just don't sell it to Chinese. Because they are not going to live here until... I, I don't know how can they buy things here. And they don't live here. They allow them to do that. I I don't understand.
1: And I mean, when you go places like Vancouver, Canada, yeah. they, they buy two or three houses in a row, tear them up and make a gigantic mega mansion, you know.
2: Yeah, but they don't take care outside, you mm-hmm. see. China don't have that culture.
1: Is that they right? Have,
2: yeah, I never seen anybody, because when I live in Guangzhou, it's all the street, like like when you go to downtown Seattle. Yeah. You, you just don't need, there's no room for you to grow things, anything. Yeah. Not like a house like that, so. So uh, they don't have the culture to take care of. they just get enough to eat. they are very happy
1: um I, I gotta finish soon, but um i, I have to say um um yeah, Stan, you like i said you know he's he's a great friend and a yeah. wonderful person, and in the last couple of years, I get to know uh, your grandkids really yeah. well and um um well oh, they're they're terrific kids
2: yeah i i just very proud of my my grandkid my uh my daughter and her husband they don't have any kids so they adopt one yeah and she he's doing really well he he's uh when he was in kindergarten he can read third grade book already yeah because i guess my husband and her husband just read nursery story, too. Mm-hmm. So he he got to learn how to read. And uh, so he's doing well. And Casey,
1: your granddaughter.
2: Yeah. And in New York and the, get a job. The teacher gave her a job.
1: Yeah, I just found out. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then she also have credit. He got paid plus
1: credit. <laughs> pay an internship. Yeah, yeah,
2: usually the teacher want you to have That's good news. The teacher know about that student sure how come so many students, students there, they pick you. you usually are good yeah. otherwise they wouldn't pick you right and will is uh,
1: your grandson william yeah,
2: yeah. uh herbert who was scholar yeah i never they never talk talk to me anything i i when when uh, when they told me I was really shocked. I was really surprised, but I'm very proud of them. And I
1: well, even Stan, Stan was surprised. Like uh, he even got scholarship that they didn't even ask for. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I tell you that Will is have everything. He's he's a cute guy. And two years ago, uh, Stanley and his family took Matt and I to Arizona
0: mm-hmm. for
2: vacation, and we we went to many places. Sometime you have a large chair. Sure. You, everybody can sit down. But sometimes only a few chairs there but the but the tourist guy stop and explain things to you. And will nobody tell him always walk really fast to occupy a chair when I get there. Because I had hip replacement. Sure. I don't walk walk well and walk slow. As soon as I get there he will say, Grandma, you sit in this chair and he get up. Always save me a chi Yeah, you know, so considerate. I just so touch touch me a lot. He's mm-hmm. so considerate. Yeah,
1: so. I mean, I, I I think obviously he has a similar temperament like Stan. So you don't have to talk to them. They're just you don't have to explain anything. They're just good kids and they do nice things. And uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, it's fun to hang out with them. Uh, Karen, yeah, Stanchin's yeah. wife, and their kids. Yeah, yeah. He's,
2: Karen is really a good good wife, good mother. You know, when they get married 20-some years ago,
1: Yeah,
2: my friend said, he, he's not Chinese. I said, what do you mean? Stanley doesn't have to marry a Chinese. It's his life. If yeah. he's happy with her, yeah. that's okay with me. Yeah
1: oh so um sounds like you had a, a, a wonderful kids and grandkids yeah uh, you're in a good place
2: yeah I tell you people ask me how I how are you and I said at my age I have pain here and there mm-hmm. but I'm very lucky mm-hmm. I'm very content if I die today I'm very lucky I live a Good life, yeah. And my husband loved me. No, you know, we married for since 1957. Wow, that's a long, over 50 some years. Now. And uh, so, even though I have pain here, I can walk well. But I'm not complaining. I'm I'm very content with my life.
1: What What's the secret of a good marriage? What works so for you?
2: what works for me? I think the most important is value. You find what is value in him. Mm-hmm. He's really care about his family, yeah, I'm always hundred percent support him in that way, you know, so that is the most important thing i is the the value of the guy,
1: sure. And um, um, do you, do you have any sort of like secret or oh, not secret, but I mean, you seem like a very happy person.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, do you have any advice for people like you know the? I mean, growing up in China with all those crazy things that happened, you know, you had a very tough life, but uh, you had a uh, wonderful life. Yeah. Um, any, any sort of advice to young people like?
2: When you get married, mm-hmm. don't pay attention. Oh, how how wealthy he is. That's just the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, poor and wealthy. If they are both the same, of course you get a wealthy one. Yeah. But don't because oh he has lots of money. I marry him. That is the worst thing. But that guy has a lot of faults. You mm-hmm. don't know. Not just still. You, you, you can talk, communicate, sure. and then you know he's, he's a good person. And then when you get married, you find out what is his value. That's the most. Of course, you you cook, you cook make good food.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's
2: really important to yeah. you. I just feel uh, some construction workers, <laughs> when I beat up the wife, I said, they work very hard outside. Rain outside, they work very hard. When you go home, you don't even cook, no dinner. Of course, he got upset, mm-hmm. you know. People have to, fair is fair, mm-hmm. you know. He work hard, I work hard at home, things like that.
1: My my, my last question is, do you think we'll have a better relationship with China? Because it, it it seems like we have a good relationship, bad. It goes back and forth.
2: Mm, I don't know uh I think sometimes China always used to be so poor and things like that, and maybe it's a little bit jealousy between them, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know. And uh, but I'm not worried. I'm not scared of China because they have a lot problem in between them, Mm -hmm. their policy and things
0: like that. I'm not
2: worried about China. The I went with the. George Nyberg, I told you and mm-hmm. his wife Debbie he said here this is country is our future I said don't be so Sarah yeah <laughs> really I said I saw the the way they work and things like that and and spend so much money in, not necessary Why do you have to build the best houses give some money to support the poor one in the future, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. But uh, they, everybody think China is our future is going to be very strong. But I just feel a lot of people not happy with the government. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't see it.
1: I I think whenever um, you, you say jealousy, But um, I think some American people are afraid of China. Remember, 20 years ago, USA was afraid of Japan. They were so afraid of Japan taking over. Well, last 20 years, Japan's Mm -hmm. been having problems. But right now, I I think Americans see opportunities in China. But also, I think they're scared. Like they know Chinese are working hard. Their kids are studying really hard in school.
2: Like Utah, yes, has more foreign students than any place else. You see. They start they work hard. Is is their culture to mm-hmm. s- Academic achievement is their priority. They work hard, but then it's not that many people There's so many people in China, but majority didn't get the opportunity
0: sure.
1: that.
2: So I still I still think I Wouldn't call them the future
1: They still have long ways to go.
2: Yeah, because
1: there's just so many people.
2: So many people, majority still not that wealthy. We saw those that are wealthy people and I don't like them. Mm. You know why? Because they are so rich and they came over here. They want us to bow them because they are so rich. Yeah. I'm not gonna bow you because you have a few dollars in the bank. Mm. So I don't, I really don't like those. Uh. There was a new Chinese immigrant had lots of money. We came in nineteen fifty one, all of my life. I'm very humble. But they are not. They think they are they are on top of the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, thank, uh, Mrs. Chen. think thanks for doing this. It's fun. Um, I, it's it's always fun. I, I'm I'm I, I, I was lucky to come here. And and uh, when I talked to Stan, I, I was very happy that he was going to be here. And um, your husband's coming home tonight. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I have chance to talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, I
2: hope so. Because you know, he knows more, much more interesting person than
1: I'm than me. Oh no, I, I, I'm glad I talked to you because there's things that you said. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised about Jane Eyre. That's really interesting. To yeah, me. because yeah.
2: that make my life different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I highly recommend if you don't if you don't have time to read the book, watch the movie. But there's so many. Oh, mo- I read the book. Okay. Stanley and
2: Karen, I told that story to them. Mm-hmm. They they gave me one year, they gave me that book for Christmas. Yeah, I like that. What is his name? Mitchell, no, that's gone with the wind.
1: No, this, uh, Jane Eyre is way back. I yeah, mean, we're, we're talking maybe like two hundred years ago or yeah, something. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, now they have a new version of Jane Eyre. Now I don't like it that well. I like that Jung Fountain's
1: Jane Eyre. I see. Yeah. Um, well, Mr. Chen, thank, thanks for doing it, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking with your son again, hopefully soon, and especially your husband tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Boy, when, when I saw you guys in Vegas three, four years ago, man, he knew all the gossip. He knew all who's the power broker in Chinese Politburo. Uh, oh, bureau. Know,
2: You know why? He read uh, from the internet. Every day, he spend a lot of time reading those. He will have a lot of stories yeah. to tell you. Yeah.
1: Well, looking forward to it. Well, thanks, thanks, and um, yeah, thanks for doing just an amazing job with your son. Oh. He's, a, he's a terrific guy. Oh,
2: thank you. I um, am very proud of my kids.
1: You, you should, and his grand, I mean, his, his, grand, his kids are just amazing. They're fun kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just feel bad for Karen now that the house is empty. So yeah, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I remember I'm empty nest, and suddenly I said, God, Stanley's an empty nest <laughs> yeah. person now.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, um, I, I appreciate your time. And uh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 I forgot. I just want to ask one more thing. Yeah. I, I, you Your artist yourself too. You're yeah, paying. yeah.
2: I got to tell you that story.
1: hmm In
2: my painting, one time my teacher told self-portrait. So I use my painting to to put down my. That's my self-portrait. I don't know how to paint people. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Later, I tell you that story.
1: Okay. And and, and um, y- 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 you've been just doing artwork for a long time.
2: Yeah. Well, when I went to China, in here I have to work. Okay, I have to cook mm-hmm. and every cleaning and everything. When I went to China, I don't have to do anything. I have so many free time. Mm-hmm. And one time, uh met some uh, friends we invited both of them the wife and that friend over for dinner yeah so i gave her a, a part of flower arrangement so the super mm. he gave me a painting he painted a painting i said wow so beautiful you must be paint all your life he said no only two years ago and i'm work i just paint probably half an hour a day then I thought mm, maybe there's a chance for me yeah because I was there I have nothing to do mm-hmm. I don't have any friends so I take up painting but I tell you I love the students, like my classmate here I love them but in China the classmates different every uh, we have it uh, on Saturday uh, Matt will tell his drive at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. it's in a, grade school classroom and every lot four of them is for those high class uh workers to take art from the from the teacher i went there it started at nine o'clock Met driver took me there at 8 30. when i went there there's no seat because those guys some people go in there early they will put a pencil there book there newspaper there occupy all of the seats, right. I don't have any friend. So every day I have to <laughs> sit in the corner, I yeah. cannot see the teacher, I cannot hear the teacher. So I decided I'm going to get somebody to come to the apartment, my apartment to teach me. That's how I started my painting. I see. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, next time I, I'd like to do more because your house is filled with beautiful artwork. So yeah. Which,
2: which kind of art you like better? Now I do abstraction.
1: Um. Do you? I like. Do you do you do you follow any of the the the, the great Dutch masters?
2: No, I don't like oil painting.
1: Oh, you don't like oil yeah, painting? because
2: of the face and things like yeah. that. I'm not interested. I only, um, f- I like flower. Oh, I, I do
0: see.
1: A lot of flowers. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: if you step over there,
1: I show you that painting. All right. Well, we better finish this, no, and okay. I want to check it out. But, Mrs. Shane, once again, thanks for doing it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk more about your artwork. And like I said, I, I can't wait till I talk to your husband tomorrow. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.